Hey y'all, I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Boulevard. This is a podcast where we shine more light on healthcare and our goal here is to provide more options to people looking to choose healthcare as a career path, regardless of their background. My name is Sena Kapomo and I am your host and creator here. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Remember, you can tune in wherever you get your podcast. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Healthcare Boulevard listeners, welcome back. Um, I'm going. I was. I was trying out a couple things. <laughs> um, if you saw my last LinkedIn post, well, the one before last, I. I, I tried out the word Boulevardians and Boulevarders. I think I'll just go with Vardians. So, we are the Vardians, okay? Um, yeah, I think that sounds cool. It sounds like some superhero uh, Marvel thing. Um, fun fact, I am a newcomer to the Marvel fan craze. Um up until a few years ago, I did not know much. And I still know very little, <laughs> very little about, you know, superhero movies and things like that. Um, part of that, part of the reason for that is, well, nobody around me was interested in that when I was growing up. Not just because I was not in the country, uh, because I was, you know, born and raised in Benin. But there are people who were born and raised in Benin who keep up with... Um, American TV and American movies and so forth. I wasn't one of those. I was in my little African bubble and I loved it. <laughs> so, anyways, so I'm I'm a newcomer to the Marvel fan craze. Um, and I have my husband to thank for that. He's a crazy Marvel fan. I think he's probably watched majority, if not all, of Marvel's movies as of recently, at least. Um, so through him, I've you know the first few movies have been like. Okay, I'm going to fall asleep. Some of this is interesting. And I did fall asleep a few times. But it's been like over a year now that every Marvel movie we go to, I think I'm going to fall asleep. But I don't. And I'm starting to like get interested in them. Like, dang it, you did this to me. Um, but anyways, <laughs> that's a fun fact. But so we'll go with audience. Welcome back, audience. Today is just me on the mic. I am, it's going to be a short episode. As I usually try to keep this short, I first of all I apologize. I know I haven't uploaded an episode for a little bit, uh, so I apologize about that. But I am back. Uh, it's I think it's been two weeks or so since the last episode, but we're back at it, and I might follow this one up with. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to make any promises and break them. I'd rather surprise you than make promises and need to break them especially with the holidays coming up which by the way happy early holidays um yeah i i hope your thanksgiving plans go as as uh, wished and uh, i hope your family and friends are doing well and excited to have some turkey and if you are one of those folks who do not like turkey i beg you i understand i understand but i'm just gonna go with turkey because it's a generic meal for this holiday Anyway, enough of, of me rambling on, audience. Let's do this. Today, I want to talk about something important. So, and that is financing. Financing, financing, financing. I will be 
crazy to not address the fact that a lot of healthcare programs and education in general, right? Edu higher education, once you get out of high school, it's like, okay, now give us money that you don't have so that you can potentially get money. <laughs> that, you know, um, they're all saying it takes money to make money, but that's very hard when you don't have any money. You just left high school. And yeah, some people have some money leaving high school, whether that's from parents or what have you, but majority of us don't. Um, and so today I'm going to talk a little bit about financing your education, whether that's an associate degree, a bachelor's degree, or a master's degree. A lot of time, a lot of people, but not everyone, starts with a master's degree, I mean, sorry, with a, with a associate degree or bachelor's degree. For a lot of folks, or for the average high school graduates, what, what we want is to go into a four-year university, right? We want to go to, you know, I don't know, Harvard or Yale. Or, if you are average like me, I never really dreamed to go to any other schools. I'll just I'll take whatever accepts me and more importantly I'll take whatever accepts me and give me most money to go to their school um, especially I mean how can I dream of going to Harvard well I could have but I was I, I graduated high school and was on my way to college after three years of learning English so I was just like listen I want to learn something I want to keep some education going and I don't know how to pay out of pocket and so that is still my mindset to this day now and so if you know if you talk to any of my friends or family a lot of them either have gone through this path and they all oh, and all oh, they've heard me mention multiple times that my my motto is free education everybody will like that right and there are ways to get to it now free higher education the higher up you go especially past bachelor's degree the harder it is but I'm gonna focus right now on bachelor's degree right to get your bachelor's degree it is very possible to do so without loan it is very possible very very possible and I know as a new new graduates we have a lot of folks have the um, aspiration of going out of state and going out of getting out of the parents house and getting that independence and being on their own and taking risks and making friends and getting drunk and whatever whatever your aspirations and hopes are getting high school some of it is not all about getting that education okay some of it is about just being outside and not having a curfew for those who had curfews so I urge you, if you are in a safe environment, and I and I say this because I know not everybody, not every teenager has a safe home. Not every home is safe for a teenager to stay in. So if you are in a safe home and the relationship between you and your your family is not toxic, I urge you to stay home while you get your bachelor's degree. And these are the exceptions. If you got a full ride or full tuition, yes, utilize that thing. Do it. Take that money. Enjoy your college life. And the difference between full ride and full tuition, full ride is they're paying for everything, right? Room and board, your tuition, everything. 
um and i believe a, a lot of it also give you some stipend to live on like they're paying for everything full tuition is a paying for the tuition and you gotta handle your own like living expenses if you have a full tuition what is it and your school is around your house it's really not a bad idea to stay home because you got the full tuition and uh you are staying home rent free or that you know it at least lower rent depending on what it is i know some folks pay the parents rent starting like 18 or something like that and that's okay but at least i'm willing to bet that rent will be cheaper than what you're paying on campus um and that's so if you're getting a full ride yeah yeah um go enjoy it be responsible experience new stuff and make new friends do things you probably wouldn't have done with your parents and i really just mean hiking or something okay be safe um not to sound like your auntie or anything so that's that those are the exceptions to me urging you to stay home and and, and go to school stay home and go to school now you might not even get you might not even be able to um go to for your university without really coming out of pocket right i wasn't um the schools i was i was accepted to the most money they were giving me was like maybe 50 or 40 percent of the tuition and i was like nah i'm good i, I won't do that i know I, i'm good so <sighs> so you don't want to pay out of pocket these are the way to do it number one consider a community college i know there is shades about community college i don't know why but people look down some people look down community colleges as if if you go to a community college you're less important or you're you know not as smart or uh not as intelligent or whatever no if you're going to community college believe me the education is much the same now it much like different universities different community colleges have different students and so i mean different reputation and so forth but the fact of the matter is that if you get a syllabus and they give you the book, you have the book and you have the syllabus, right? You have the lecture slides or whatever other resources you have. You have all you need to learn this material. You have your classmates to learn to study with them and so forth. So the point I'm making is the education you're getting at any community college, if the courses are the same and the objectives are the same, the education you're getting from a community college is much the same as what you're getting from a four-year university. So let me say that again. An education from a four a class that you take from a four-year university is if you take the compare that class to the same class at a community college, the material is much the same, the education is much the same, the level of intelligence and and which you need to pass that test. I mean, that class is much the same. I will argue even that you have less resources, as a four, resources at a four-year university because at a four-year university, you are sitting in halls for a lot of your classes, especially for basic classes, especially for classes that you can take at, university, uh, at community colleges, right? Let me give you an example. I uh, went to a community college, Montgomery College, for... Uh, two years and then uh, actually five semesters and then transferred to University of Maryland for four semesters for my um, 
uh, what was it? <laughs> I'm blanking out a little bit because I was so much in the zone for my bachelor's in physici- uh, public health. Thank you, in public health science. By that, by the time I have graduated, I mean, by the time I transferred my credits from MC Montgomery College to Maryland University of Maryland, I had taken already most of my classes, my prerequisites, right? That I, I literally made. I made the most use of my community college experience. Um, not fully intentional. I mean, yeah, fully intentional. But if you know a little bit about me, you know I was going for nursing first and then ended up in public health. But the prerequisites are much the same. But the point is I definitely knew I wanted to finish all my prerequisites at a community college because while I was there, and get this, while I was at a community college, because... We were in the rich family. <laughs> and if you're a rich family, this might not be for you. Because you, if you come from a rich family and your parents are paying for your school, this might not be for you. But think again. If you, Even if you are from a rich family or a well-to-do, let's say well-to-do family, and they all already have uh, money set aside for you for college, if you are able to get that for free, doesn't that mean you can put that money towards something else? Just my two cents. But... Let me talk to, let me go back to talk to into you, you as in the people who are in my institution out there, people who are, don't necessarily have parents who save money for their college. People who had to figure it out. So you have FASFA. I'm sure you've heard about it. Use it, use it, use it, use it. I would say make sure you utilize that as much as possible. While I was in community college, um, I had a FASFA. I had another scholarship. Oh, it was a scholarship for health, uh, people going to healthcare that I got out of high school, I believe. Um, so those two scholarships combined, I was fully paying for my community college and I was going full-time the whole time out there. Every semester was full-time. I even took a sem- semester, uh, one class in a semester. But I wa- my all five semesters at my community college, I paid for it in full from just FASFA and that scholarship. Honestly, the FASFA cover so, I was even getting money back. I think I was getting like maybe a thousand or two thousand back every sem- every semester because the money that I accumulated from FASFA and uh, and scholarship was more than my my semesterly tuition. So I was getting money back for those five semesters I was there at MC. Now, you know, forwarding to when I was at University of Maryland. I was also able to do that, but that was with FASFA and two other scholarships slash grant. I think they were grants. One was from the state and one from what was from the school. Let me tell you, I hunt, I hunted for them. I was like, listen, if there's money out there, I'm going to find it. Um, luckily, I actually didn't have to work that hard, honestly, I feel like, in terms of scholarships and search. Because the one from the state was actually offered to me without me applying for it, I think. But there, there are scholarships out there. That's the point. And so, um, so when I went to UMD, I was, I paid the tuition in full with my FAFSA and uh, my two scholarships, but I didn't get any money back. And the last semester, there was a glitch, and I'm not even gonna get into that because that's like too much. But because I was a FAFSA, they were considering my parents' taxes. And there was uh, a situation with my 
dad's taxi, which I was using at the time, that I wasn't able to use that for my FAFSA. And for some magical reason, my scholarship had run out. I think it was only for four years in general. Like, there was a time limit on it. And that last semester, again, I, that was already my ninth semester? Ninth semester. So, essentially, I had already... It's, my, it's a semester past the four years of university. So, I didn't... Essentially, didn't have any scholarship. And so, I had to pay out of pocket. Um, and I made that work. I made that work. But if I had to, if I had, if I had to do that for the, you know, any semester prior, I wouldn't have been able to, cause I didn't have the means to do that. That last semester, it just worked out so perfectly that I had, I was working at the time, um, was decently getting paid. I had credit cards that had high limits. So I literally put my tuition on my credit card. Um, and then paid it off with time. My my credit score went from like excellent to like girl, get your thing together. <laughs> that's I'm, that's I'm, I don't remember the numbers, but I was looking at it nearly cry. Like, um, man, how did I get here? But I knew exactly how I got there because I had to pay my tuition on my credit card, which means I was only paying the minimums. Um, well, actually, no, I was paying more than the minimum, but I wasn't able to pay the full. Up until then, I would I wasn't putting anything on my credit cards that I wasn't able to afford in cash. So you know, credit score was great. Anyways, this is not a lesson on credit score or credit. But so my point here is, and I'm going to try to wrap this up in the next three minutes, and I might make another scene of this. But there are options for you. They are options for you to get, and I'm I'm sticking this to just bachelor's degree at least, mostly right now. You can get that bachelor's degree without paying for it. You can get that bachelor's degree without getting a, a loan, or at least a lot of loan, right? I am not for getting loans for undergraduate. Like, that, that shouldn't be a requirement. Now, there are instances where you need to, I get that, but minimize, minimize, minimize the amount of loans you're getting for your undergrad. Please, please, please. Especially, especially if you are aiming to go to a higher degree, if you're aiming to get a master's degree, if you're aiming to get a doctorate degree in any field, just education in general, but this is Healthcare Boulevard, so my audience, um, I'm telling you, it is so much better. Life is so much easier. And you just feel the the weight is not as heavy on you financially by the time you're done with your undergrad. I mean, with your degree overall. But, of course, undergrad as well. So, say you want to become a doctor, right? Um, okay. Likely, you're going to pay for that MD. Likely. Not necessarily required. Now, I have one or two friends who either just finished school uh, as an MD or currently in school for uh, in medical school and are going tuition free because they got scholarships and were that's that's a thing you can't go into medical school or other uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for higher education higher than bachelor's degree education um for free but it's much harder it is much harder so it's while it's easier to get that free education, do it, do it, and do it. And when is that for your bachelor's degree? So let's recap. If you can go to a four-year university without paying for it, take that and go.
Go, go, go. Congratulations. Okay? You are doing it. You're making it work. Your mama is proud. And if she's not, I am. Okay? If you cannot, and you are in my situation where you did not, you either didn't get a full ride or full tuition, uh, or they gave you some scholarship, but it's not nearly as much, go to a community college. Get your on your prerequisites, your English, your math, your basic science, your anatomy, physiology, biology, uh, statistics, art, all of those things, get them out of the way. And I, I've heard and I, I've... I've heard and read about people feeling like credits that they took, that classes that they took at community colleges will be looked down upon when it comes to administrative, like people um, applying for medical school or PA school or nursing school. It doesn't. It does not. Majority of people in my network are professionals now, whether it's nursing or PA or pharmacy, dentist, um, MD, of course, and they and they all were in community college. They all took the some courses. Most of them, most of the um, um, prerequisites in community colleges. In fact, specifically, I'm thinking of one of my friends right now who is in medical school, full ride not paying for medical school so this brother has not paid for any of his education actually he took a master's degree so he i think he paid a little bit for that but he's in medical school right now full right he did not pay for his undergrad um and guess what credits he's using what classes where did he take his uh under uh his uh, prerequisite community college montgomery college he went to montgomery college he went to community college he took his prerequisite there and those prerequisites we're good in getting him to a uh, bachelor's degree, right? He did, he transferred from the community college to a bachelor to a four-year university, another uh, branch of University of Maryland, actually. Got his bachelor's degree, and then after he got his bachelor's degree, he um, got into a master's program, a two-year master's program that helped train with all of that stuff. So he did that. I think that one is the one he had to pay a little bit for, but then. Uh, after that, with working and applying for medical school, he's now in medical school, second year, I believe, right free, just cruising through, living his best life, no loans, okay? And this man study with community college. So I'm the point I'm trying to make, don't look down on community colleges. Do not, do not, do not bypass community college. Don't overlook them. Don't feel like you are less than or you are less intelligent no you are the smartest person in the room financially and trust me once you get that degree once you get to wherever you're trying to get nobody cares really what school you went to no do you have your license do you did you pass the school or the program whether it's nursing or medical school or whatever did you pass it yeah okay were they able to send you to get your certification exam yeah okay all right did you pass the certification exam yeah okay Look at you. Look at you. You are good. Nobody is caring about, oh, she went to community college. I don't, I don't want to hire her. No. You got a license. People out there waiting, waiting to hire you. Okay? Waiting. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recap this. I've said that before. Please don't look past community colleges. And if you are hearing this and you want to, guidance in how to pay for your education or you have a 
sibling or, or child that you really want to go through you you want to get um some help in having them get their education without overpaying for it or paying for it at all i am well and happy to to guide you in that and provide any resources i am able to provide but please please the point of this whole thing is you can get your bachelor's degree for free at the very least and once you get that there are still ways to get your master's degree or doctorate degree for less than depending on what route you take that's a little harder than the bachelor's degree so i am hoping on the bachelor's degree i am telling you especially for those prerequisites you should not be paying to take science you should not be paying to take english and math and statistics those are all things that you can take for free or mostly for free at a community college if a four-year university is not paying you to take those classes do not do not overpay for basic uh, prerequisites do not do not do it you can do better okay because there's a lot more stuff ahead of you that will ask you for a whole lot of money that you don't have save that money that you don't have right now so that you can pay for later when you still don't have it <laughs> okay and you don't have to be it's that way you won't have to be in so much long that by the time you're done with, with your education working is just to pay those loans no we shouldn't we are as healthcare professionals shouldn't be working just to pay off our loans and barely survive no 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 we go through too much to live that life i'm begging you i'm trying trying to help you out so i'm done that's it i'll probably do another one of this soon because i this is one of my thing and i've become even more invested in financial wellness recently i've always been a financial crazy person like let's really try to pay less for life um because most of the time we don't need to pay full price for many things um and i'm not a fan of being full price for many things at all at all <laughs> especially not for something like, like education so or like yeah so you've heard me think about it think to yourself go to your library talk to your counselor talk to your career center talk to schools look up stuff reach out to me reach out to people on linkedin all of that and see well what you can do and how you can get your education at a discounted price if not for free that is it on today's episode again Thank you all for listening. Thank you to all my listeners who have been throughout here throughout. Thank you if you have shared this podcast. If you haven't, I beg you to, well, I implore you and I appreciate it if you share. Please like and please leave me some comments just so I know what's going on, like how, how I'm doing. Um, like I, I really would like to know how you think about this, what you think this is doing. Is it doing it for you? Is it like, eh? you know um and also that will help other folks find my podcast in the midst of other many podcasts out there especially if it's something that they could utilize i would really like to get in front of them that is it have a beautiful and blessed day and uh happy early thanksgiving um and holidays all right bye y'all all right that's all i have for you today Thank you again for joining me. 
I appreciate you. Please subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And uh, stay blessed. <laughs>